Hey, this is Hector Najera. Thank you for tuning in. This is Running to Win. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Running to Win. Um, and maybe you looked at the title today and you were like, well, don't really know what you're going to talk about, but you got me. What what does God um, not know? And first, before we get into what God has placed into my heart today, I just want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen uh, wherever you're at today. Uh, maybe you're on a drive, maybe at the gym, you got some free time, whatever the case may be. Thank you for uh, really, it's really a, a, an honor and a privilege for me to to do this. And I really appreciate each and every one of you that takes the time to listen. It, it really means a lot. Um, I would also like to ask if the podcast has been a blessing to you. Um, if you just let me know, message me, uh, DM me, whatever, um, share it to someone. It, it really means a lot, uh, getting the word out and I'm, I'm appreciative for what God is doing and what God will continue to do. And yeah, I just thank you guys for taking the time to listen. Every person reached, uh, whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, um, you know, it's, it's one soul that we're reaching. And if I can at least reach a couple of people, it it's, it's great. And I know that I'm, I feel good doing my part, even if it's, you know, if thousands of people listen to it, hundreds of thousands of people or just 10 people or just one person listens to the message. I know that I'm doing what God has called me to do and I'm doing it for that person because God loves everybody. And whether no matter how you're feeling today, maybe you've been going through a rough week of a rough couple of months. I want you to know that God has a plan and a purpose for your life. So no matter how hard it is, no matter how hard you think it's going to get, put your faith in God and I promise you will see the victory. Put your faith in God. Put your trust in him. Um, The currency of heaven is faith. So you have to have faith. And if you have faith, you can move mountains and God will get you through whatever circumstance, situation, whatever hard trial you're going through, just have faith. The Bible says, even if you have faith, the size of a mustard seed, which is uh, in reality, very small. But if you put your faith in God, you will see great things come um, to pass in your life. Let's get into the, into the theme and topic for today. Two things God doesn't know. And I'm not trying, I'm not trying to be a, a, a heretic today. Um, I'm not trying to stir anything up. Um, but there's some things, obviously God knows everything. He knows everything about everyone. He created everyone. He knows everything in this world, out of this world, in the spiritual realm, he knows everything. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not trying to be a heretic, but just let me explain the two things that God, um, wants me to share today. And then you'll, I'm, I'm sure you'll understand what I'm talking about when we get to them. So two things that God doesn't know. The first thing God doesn't know, he doesn't know a sinner. He doesn't love. God doesn't know a sinner that he doesn't love. The Bible says that God shows no favoritism. Um, Another translation says, um, and many people have said, you know, God is no respecter of persons. And that is something very true, 
something very impactful because oftentimes people say, you know, Hector, you know, um, so-and-so, you don't know what I've done in my life. You don't know how bad I've screwed up. You don't know the sins or the bad things or just the moral failures that I have had in my life. No matter how, you know, there's people that are, are older, have done crazy things. There's young people. I mean, it really doesn't matter how old you are. Anyone is capable of doing evil. Anyone is capable of doing crazy things. But I truly believe, just as the Bible says, that God shows no favoritism. In other words, he's no respecter of persons. And if we keep reading that passage, the Bible says, In every nation, he accepts those who fear him and do what is right. So you don't have to feel like you're good enough. You don't have to feel like you're the most holy. But if you fear him and do what is right and try to live according to the word of God, then he will accept you because he shows no favoritism. He is no respecter of persons. So if you fear him and do what is right, you will be accepted by him. So God does not know a sinner he doesn't love. No matter how far you think you are away from God, it's never too late to come back. No matter how bad you think you've screwed it up, it's never too late to come back. Maybe you had faith. Maybe you, you know, believed in God. Maybe you attended church even before and you maybe uh, got hurt by someone or something. And um, I've seen examples of this uh, more recently where people try to put that Um, blame on God when it really was a person that hurt you or a situation that happened and you put the blame on God and say this is God's fault God did this God made this happen when in reality it was another person who was dumb or was stupid or did something bad and we're putting the blame on God and just it's screwing up our faith so you've turned a a wound from a or a hurt from a person into a God wound when in reality God didn't even do anything. It was just the person that hurt you, but it was just in that situation, in that circumstance. So you blamed it on the church, you blamed it on God, and you ran away from your faith. I want you to know that it's not too late to come back. It's not too late to come back to church. It's not too late to come back to God. He is waiting for you with open arms, full of love. Um, And I just... Um, think of the the story of the prodigal son, one of the most uh, parables, the most famous uh, parables and stories in the Bible. The, the parable son, he asked his dad for his inheritance, went out to the world, wasted it all, ruined his life. You know, and then he got desperate one time. He was thinking, I had it better in my dad's kingdom. I had it better living with my dad. What am I doing here in the world? So what did the parable, uh, the prodigal son do? He went back to his the the his father's house he went back and repented he went back and what i love about the story is that his dad didn't judge him his dad didn't say well you're back now you're going to have to do this you're going to have to earn your your position back your place back no the bible says that his dad was waiting for him with open arms and not only that they threw a celebration because the son had returned and that is the same thing that god does 
for anyone who comes back or anyone who accepts him. The Bible says that there's a celebration in heaven for every soul that is one, for every person that is added to the kingdom. There is a celebration in heaven. So today, no matter how far you feel from God, no matter how deep you are into that hole of depression, you've let anxiety take over your mind, you've let anxious thoughts take over everything that you think every situation that is played out in your head you, you you let anxiety just take over you let that hurt take over i want you to know that today everything can change everything can change because you're only one prayer away from your life changing forever you you all you have to do at the end of this um episode i'm going to give you an opportunity to accept jesus into your heart Whenever you repeat this, it's a simple prayer. Whenever you repeat that prayer after me, you declare it in faith and you speak it, you confess it with your mouth. Jesus will come into your heart. He will fill that void in your life. And not only that, he will fill you with peace, joy and love. So no matter what you're feeling right now, no matter how bad that hurt is, no matter how bad that pain is, Jesus can turn it all around so you're only one prayer away from your life changing forever no matter what you're facing no matter what you're dealing with maybe you've asked for help or for, and people around you you've asked for help in the community around you you've asked for help doctors leaders um, therapists I, wherever you've gone I want you to know that with man it is impossible with man you might get a bad report with man they might give you a long list to do that might never change anything but one thing that i love about god and the word of god says that with god nothing shall be impossible so no matter how difficult it may seem right now it is not impossible for god god can turn it around no matter how difficult it may seem because in the human brain the human mind it can't comprehend what god can do and god is already at the other side he's already seen you through now all we have to do is put our faith and trust in him and it's never too late to do so it is never too late to do so so i don't know what you've done in your life i don't want to make it sound like i'm mean or i'm a bad person when i say that i don't care what you've done in your life because i honestly don't i'm here to love you not to judge you and not only that just as much as i love you and i don't want to judge you that is why jesus came to to the world jesus didn't come to condemn the world he came to save the world the one of the most famous scriptures in the whole bible is john 3 16 and i'm sure that you've heard this scripture even if you're not in the faith anymore even if you never been to church never heard or read a bible before i'm sure you've heard this scripture says for this is how god loved the world he gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life everyone is everyone everyone who believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life and that is the whole plan and purpose of god is that one day he is going to come back 
for his people. One day he is going to come back and he doesn't want anyone to perish. The Bible says that Jesus tarish, tarries because he wants no one to perish. In other words, he doesn't want anyone to die that spiritual death. He doesn't want anyone to spend their eternity in hell because everyone will spend their eternity in one of two places. You will spend your eternity either in heaven or in hell. And right now, the decision is your you can choose where you want to spend your eternity but one day it will be too late one day the trumpet will sound one day it will be too late but today is not that day today is not too late today you can make a decision that will turn your life around no matter if you're bound by addiction no matter if you're bound by drugs no matter if you're bound by porn addiction by any any addiction i know that my god can break those chains off of you just how he's done in my life he's done in the people of uh in the lives of many people all around the world in his church god has broken off chains of depression so no matter what you're facing with what you're dealing with today my god can set you free because there's nothing impossible for god but oftentimes we limit our we limit God with our thoughts and say, you know what? The doctors told me there's no hope. My therapist told me there's no hope. My counselor told me there's no hope. I want you to know that today there is hope for you and his name is Jesus. And if you accept them into your life, everything can change. Everything can change. So number one, God doesn't know a sinner. He doesn't love. And number two, God doesn't know a better time to be saved than right now. There is no better time for you to be saved than right now. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, it says, For God says, At just the right time I heard you. On the day of salvation I helped you. Indeed, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. And I love that. Scripture says, At just the right time I heard you. And that brings me back to those people that are listening and are faced facing something difficult are going through a difficult circumstance or situation at just the right time god heard you and today is the day of salvation so no matter where you find yourself spiritually mentally physically no matter how you think you are how bad you think you are how far you think you are from god Today is the day of salvation and today is the day where everything can change in your life. Everything can change in your life. All you have to do is accept Jesus into your heart, accept him into your heart, confess him as your Lord and Savior, and you will never be the same. You will never be the same because at just the right time, he heard you. There's no better time to be saved than right now, my friend. I encourage you, one day will be too late, one day it will be entirely too late, and I don't want anyone to get past that point, because I'm here to tell you today that there is hope, there is time for you to to change your life around, and it, and all, honestly, it's not you that is changing your life around, but it's God that will change your life around, all you have to do is accept Him, put your trust and faith in Him, and He will do it. I want to read a a scripture found in Matthew chapter 24, and I'm going to read it starting in verse 36. It says, but 
Of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only. This is Jesus speaking. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the son of man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the son of man be. Then two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready for the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect. And I didn't read that scripture to scare you. I didn't read that scripture to put fear into your heart. I read that scripture to encourage you because one day it will be too late. One day there's going to be two people. You can say they're at the gym. One person will go. One will stay. There's going to be two people at the office working on their computers. One of those people will stay. One will go. I did not read that to put fear into your heart, but I read that so that you can be encouraged and so that you can know that one day it will be too late. One day it will be too late. It'll be entirely too late, but that day is not yet here and there is no better time to be saved. There's no better time to accept Jesus into your heart than right now. And a lot of people, I've heard many people say, a lot of people say, well, you know, I'll get right with God in a couple years. I'll get right with God when I'm older. I'm in my quote unquote having fun stage. I'm in my um, wild and out stage, whatever you want to call it. There's people that have this idea and mentality. I don't really know where it came from, but it's 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 sad because they're just wasting their life away. And some people have fallen into the trap of believing and thinking, hey, when I get older, I will go back to the ways of the Lord. When I get older, I can go back to church. When I'm older, when I'm older, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it later. But we all know it's just a lie. They have no intentions of coming back. They have no intentions of even attempting a coming back to God or to church or to the ways of the Lord because they're stuck in that sinful lifestyle. They're stuck in that having fun lifestyle and that wild lifestyle. But just as the scripture said that we read the people and it's talking about Noah, but when Noah was building the ark, there's people that mocked him. There's people that laughed at him. He was building the ark day in and day out, building the ark. And there's people that were just living their life, living wild, doing whatever they wanted, not believing what the man of God said. And one day the flood came and it was entirely too late. So we must be ready. We must accept Jesus into our hearts right now. Today is your day of salvation because one day it will be entirely too late. And to those people that say, one day I'll do it, I'm fine right now, I'll do it in a couple of years. Just as the scripture we, we read, it says... The master of this, if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and allowed his house not to be broken into. And that's for all of us who say, you know what, one day I'll do it. I'm good right now. Yeah, 
what maybe one day maybe god won't come back in uh, uh, this year or five years or 10 years because because no one knows the day or the hour but what if he does come back tomorrow what if he does come back in a year or two years what if he does and it's entirely too late just as the the owner of the house he could have been ready for the thief to come but he didn't know what hour the thief was gonna come so he was just asleep and the thief came in and stole everything and just like that one day Jesus is coming back and a lot of us aren't going to be ready because we're stuck in that lifestyle that one day I'll come back. When I'm done living my life, I'll come back. But one day it will be too late. And today is the day that the Lord has made for you to come back, to accept him into your heart, because one day it will be too late. But that day is not today. Today is your day of salvation because God doesn't know a better time to be saved than right now. So I don't know how you feel in your heart right now. I don't know how you've been living your life. Maybe you've been living your life full of sin. Maybe you've been chasing after pleasures. I want you to know that anything that this world has to offer Anything that this world system has to give, it is only a temporary pleasure. You can search all around the world for pleasure after pleasure after pleasure after pleasure. Do whatever you want, but everything will run out. You'll only run out of options. You'll only run out of money. You'll only run out of things to do because there's nothing in this world that can fill that void in your heart. Only God can fill that void. Only his presence, only his love can come in and fill you. Fill that void that you have. Fill that hurt. Turn that hurt into love. Turn that anxiety into peace. Turn that sorrow and pain into joy. Only God can do that. Because there's many people that are looking for answers in this world, but you're not going to find them in the world. You will only find them in God. There's many people that are living their life uh, quote unquote, they say to the fullest, just living it, doing whatever they want day in and day out. But that is not the correct way to live because one day the Lord will come back. One day the Lord will come back and it will be entirely too late. And I don't want any of you to go through that. I don't want any of you to perish. And as much as I don't want you to perish, God does not want anyone to perish. The Bible says that is why he tarries. That is why he hasn't came back yet, because he wants everyone to come to know him and to be saved. And I believe that he has given us an opportunity, a window to preach the gospel and prepare uh, for his second coming, because we must do that. We must go and reach as many people as we can before it's too late. And I want you to know that I'm not here to judge you. I actually love you. And even though you may be living a different lifestyle right now, you may be out in the world and I can't relate to what you do. I want you to know that there's nothing in this world that can fill that void. Only God. And there's nothing that the devil has done to you that God can't do something about. So don't think you're too far from God. Don't think that God can't accept you. Don't think that you've done too many bad things. Turn your back on the world and come to God. And he will accept you with open arms and he will turn your life around because there's not a better day to be saved than right now. So number one, God doesn't know a sinner. He doesn't love 
You're never too far from God. God is no respecter of persons. He, he loves everybody. That is why he sent his one and only son to die on the cross for you and I. He is no respecter of persons. He loves everybody. And number two, God doesn't know a better time to be saved than right now. One day it will be too late. One day the trumpet will sound. One day he will come like a thief in the night. But today, right now is not that day. Today is your day of salvation. So if you're listening to this and you feel that tug in your heart, it's the Lord speaking to you. He's speaking to you right now and he wants you to know that it's not too late. He wants you to know that he loves you no matter what you've done. He loves you and he can turn everything around in your life because we must one thing that we must do is uh, get right with God. We have to get right with God. We we have to make that decision for ourselves. You know, you can't be saved off a of secondhand faith just because your mom is a Christian and believes, your grandma's a Christian, or your dad or your grandpa, whoever. You can't be saved off a of secondhand faith. You have to take on that faith for yourself, and you have to turn that faith that your family has into your firsthand faith and you have to do it for yourself you have to accept jesus christ into your into your heart for yourself because no one else can do it for you i can't do it for you as much as i would love to i cannot do it for you but if you're living a worldly lifestyle you're not ready to meet god if you have any sin in your heart in your life you're not ready to meet god no matter what it is it can be homosexuality it can be um drug addiction it can be whatever it is they're all sin sin is sin so no matter how bad you think you are god can turn your life around or no matter how small you think that sin is there's nothing impossible for god there's nothing that god can't cleanse and that is why jesus went to the cross when his blood was was poured out that same blood that was poured out is the same blood that washes away any iniquity and any sin any transgression so no matter where you find yourself today no matter what sin you're dealing and fighting with no matter how hard you think it is or how uh, how long you've been battling with it today everything can change in your life so no matter where you're at right now if you have sin in your heart if you have sin in your life and you would like to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'm going to ask whoever it is and who, wherever you may find yourself just to repeat this simple prayer after me. De repeat it, declare it with me in faith, and I believe that your life will be transformed. So just repeat this simple prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner. I believe God's promise for my life. I confess that I accept God's salvation Wash me in your blood. Fill me with the Holy Spirit so that I may never turn back. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So if you prayed that simple prayer after me, I welcome you to the family of God. Maybe you've made that prayer once, but you like we've talked about you went away. What wherever whatever you didn't it it doesn't matter anymore. I welcome you to the family of God. And now that you've accepted this prayer, I encourage you to live it out. Live out a new life, the new life that God has for you, because I don't want you to fall back into the trap of the world. So I encourage you find new friends, get plugged into a community of Christians, specifically a church, get plugged in, 
read your Bible, listen to preachings, listen to the word of God. Because the enemy will try to come and bring a lie into your into your life and say, oh, did you really think you're a Christian now? You really think you're saved? Yes, you are saved. So don't let the enemy try to pull you back. Don't let the enemy try to turn your life back around because the enemy has already been defeated. He is under our feet. Jesus defeated him on the cross. And now you can live in victory and now you can live the life that God has for you so once again I welcome you to the family of God I encourage you please 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 live it out so you don't go back to the same pit that you were in I welcome you to the family of God let's run this race to win thanks for listening take care and God bless